Welcome to the official podcast from mycreditstatus.co.za. We will be introducing you to credit experts who will be providing valuable insight and advice from your financial health to improving your credit status and score. Your host for the show is Laura Palmieri. Welcome to another edition of My Credit Status Podcast. We're joined today by Tulani Nuntulu, who is the co-founder and COO of a digital credit life insurance company. Now, credit life insurance is an insurance product that's specifically designed to cover the cost of your debt if you're unable to pay it back due to disability, unemployment, or death. Now, Tulani, can you briefly explain what type of insurance product this is? Thanks, um, thanks, Laura, and thanks for having me on the podcast. So credit life insurance is a little uh, life policy that most people don't know about. It is actually um, an insurance that pays out if you pass away, if you become disabled, or if you become retrenched. So essentially from a, 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 an industry perspective, it falls under the long-term um, insurance space, and it covers you for your loans or any other credit that you may have. In particular, um, it's usually loans that you have with banks. Um, and it also covers you for your vehicle loan, um, in some cases, your home loan as well. Now then, going back onto that, can you give us an example of how this cover works? I mean, does mm -hmm. a consumer need to request this cover or is it offered to them when applying for credit? Right. So that's an important um, point to actually make sure that people understand. Credit life insurance is tagged onto your loan. Let's take it back a little bit because it, 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 might, it might start to get a little confusing. There are loans where credit life insurance is um, mandatory, which means you have to have it. And there are loans where it's voluntary. On the loans that is where it's mandatory, um, and these include loans like personal loans, um, overdrafts, what happens is as you buy that particular loan or as you, as you take up that particular loan, you are actually already getting your credit life insurance through your credit provider. So what people often fail to do, um, myself included, before I came across credit life insurance, <laughs> is we don't often read the terms and conditions once we have gotten the money because what we're actually looking for is money. Uh, and it's usually for whatever cause we need it for. Um, but in the terms and conditions, there is usually specification of how your um, your installment, your loan installment is going to be mm -hmm. broken down. And there's three particular things that you'll see there. It's the capital repayment, it's the interest rate, and then it's credit life insurance. So if you've gotten a loan, 99.9% .9 chances that you have um, credit life insurance and you're paying for it already. There are providers, one or two in the market, uh, for personal loans that don't make it mandatory, but will offer it voluntary. But those are very few and far between. Now, that's on the mandatory side of things. On the voluntary side, where you have products like credit cards, uh, vehicle loans, as an example, there you will not be forced to take it and it will not necessarily be lumped into your installment when you've taken up the loan. Um, but what will happen is they will soon call you after they've granted you the loan or, or the credit and offer it to you. So let's say you get your credit card um, balance approved today. Your credit card is delivered tomorrow. You're really excited um, because perhaps you're a first-time credit card holder. 
what will often happen is that very day um, when you've gotten your card, somebody will call you. Remember, you're still in an excited mode where you've just gotten this credit and, you know, whatever you need it for. Um, someone will call you. They'll say, you've just received a credit card from Bank ABC. Um, we're well, really congratulations. Are you happy? Oh, yes, I'm happy. Okay, then in that case, we'd like to offer you credit life insurance. It covers your credit uh, card should you pass away. I mean, if you think about the psychology of people in that moment, you're excited about the loan. Here's the or the credit card. Here's the bank that's given you the credit card, calling you to offer you what seems like a value-added product onto um, the credit right. card. The chances of you saying hi, um, yes, are very, very high in that time. But soon after that happens, mm. and you start paying back the credit card, you forget that you took the credit. Um, the credit life insurance at some point but what happens is you're then paying it as part of your installment um, your credit card installment back to 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 the bank until basically when you close the your credit card is that correct until basically when you close your credit card that's correct or in the case of mandatory um, loans when you pay off your paid up, paid up your loans yeah, your loan I, I must be honest. I mean, I've, when I've applied for credit in the past, okay, it's been a few years. I, I, no one ever called me about it. I, 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 actually, I want to check and see if I do have it. You, you most likely do. <laughs> you most likely do on your credit card. Most people don't realize that. Um, I always make the example of my own dad. Um, my dad had a great relationship with credit. Um, he was. He always said, "Don't be afraid of credit if you're using it for the right things." Uh, so he passed away when he was about 78 years old, about six years ago now. And he had a credit card, which he had maintained for most of his um, adult life. Um, and he owed about 17,000 rand on the credit card. At the time, um, although I was already in financial services, I myself had never heard of credit life insurance. So when he passed away, we did not want to leave my mother with um with any credit repayments. We just, you know, we don't want to worrying about that kind of stuff. So we went um, to check, you know, what was his balance on some of the, in fact, his only credit was the credit card. Um, and his balance was about 17,000 Rand. And we decided, Ugh, you know what, let's pay it and be done with it. We didn't once think to check whether there was a credit life insurance policy on that. Needless to say that the bank itself in us providing a death certificate should have actually said, Please. oh, wait a minute, he had a credit life insurance policy. And they didn't. No, they didn't. Um, and years later, when I was doing my research on this product, I realized and went back to my father's statements, he had actually been paying credit life insurance. Um, so that's why I'm saying, you know, most people do have it. He might, he probably didn't know that he was paying for it because it's lumped into your, your monthly repayments. Um, so it is important wow. to check your statement um, because what has happened subsequent uh, to when my dad first took out his credit card is that um, there is now it's now mandatory for the banks to actually specify um, how your installment is broken down as I as I mentioned a little bit earlier. So if you if you're paying credit life insurance, it should show in your statement that part of your installment is this much or 50, it's usually a really negligible amount like 56 rand or 110 rand is going to. I'm actually I'm going to check mine to be very yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Because I just got a new card actually. Funny enough from Discovery. Mm. So I need to check that out. Check it out. <laughs> It'll be interesting. I will. I will. And I think the other important message around credit life uh, insurance, Laura, is in the same way that people inform their loved ones about their 
funeral policies or the life Policy insurance is. policies. It's important for your loved ones to know about credit life insurance policies as well, because where it is meant to be that the bank itself tells you about it. My own experience as an example that I've just used is that banks don't tell you that your loved one was paying credit life insurance and that money goes into their big fat pockets and it's profit. So what you should actually do is tell your loved ones that I've got this loan at this particular bank. I know there's credit life insurance on it. And even if there isn't credit, if, even if you don't know for a fact there's credit life insurance, um, if it is a personal loan, 99.9% .9 chance that you are paying for that um for, for credit life insurance on that loan anyway and so it's important that we tell our loved ones about it yeah that's a very valid point actually mm. Mm. i'm going to check mine i can't <laughs> wait after this podcast i'm going straight there i'm checking it please do please do um is credit life insurance in south africa is it regulated it is um by the national credit regulator and it's quite interesting what happened with, with credit life insurance in South Africa a few years ago, maybe about uh, 10 years now, there was what was called the Lewis case. Um, what happened with the Lewis case was it came to the fore that um, the furniture, Lewis, the furniture... Uh, uh, Lewis furniture, yes. Lewis furniture had been charging people credit life insurance on their credit, right? Because they give credit, you buy, you buy furniture on credit and then you pay Lewis. Now, what they were doing was they were charging people absorbent amounts on credit life insurance up to 17 rand per thousand. If you owe a couple of hundreds of thousand rands, you can you can calculate for yourself how expensive that quickly becomes. Um, the second thing was they were um, they were charging people credit life insurance for retrenchment cover and the person would have been retired. So why are you covering them for retrenchment cover? Right. Um, there were some other issues around that case as well. And, and what happened post that was the national regulator then decided to release um, some regulations around credit life insurance. And these were really important. And they actually created a shift in how uh, credit life insurance is being sold and how it's been designed um, and also how it's been priced. The first shift was around the pricing specifically. So as I said, there were creditors that were um, charging people up to 17 rand uh, a thousand. The first thing that they did was on mandatory credit life insurance, you cannot charge an individual more than four rand 50 rand, um, sorry, four rand 50 cents, right? So which means on your personal loan, you cannot be charged more than four rand 50 cents for every thousand that you owe. That was the first and it was very important because a lot of the banks had to scramble to change their systems and their pricing strategies. Um, I can imagine. Then the second thing was if a customer is to request for your for your for their policy to be cancelled and to be replaced by another policy, you must replace it. That's another important aspect. Um, initially, customers were not allowed to cancel because um, the banks or the creditors would often say, well, how do you cancel if you're still owning, owing us the money? You can't. Yeah. Now, the regulator said, if a customer requests for their policy to be cancelled on the basis of them having a different policy, you must cancel. And then the third and most important um, sort of outcome of that, of, of the credit regulator process, was that there is a standardization of what 
the definition of benefits. Now that that sounds more complex than it actually is. Um, <laughs> what happened in the industry was that in order for providers to avoid cancelling policies, they would often make an issue around the policy not covering the same benefits. So, for example, Dalani, you have an ABC bank um, policy and bank DEC um, policy as well. You can't cancel ours for theirs because they have a different definition of death to what we do. Um, So what the credit provider said was, or credit regulator said was, there is a standard definition across the board of what a credit life insurance policy is. It must cover three things. Retrenchment, if you are employed, if, you, or, or if you're employed and if you are um, not retired or self-employed, then a credit life insurance will always cover retrenchment. The second thing, a credit life insurance policy will always cover disability. And then the third thing is a credit life insurance policy will always cover death. So those three things um, were were important in terms of the definition of what a credit life insurance policy was and therefore made it much more um, simple, uh, made it simplistic for customers to then be able to cancel from one policy to another. So those were the regulations that came out in 2017 that have created a slight shift in how um, credit life insurance has been provided in the past. Yeah, but the other thing, like we've mentioned, is the education. Yeah. That most people don't realize all this. A, they, they don't realize they're paying for it. B, they don't realize they can shop around. Absolutely. And um, subsequent to the introduction of Yalu in 2018, there are now quite a few providers who who um, offer standalone credit life insurance. At the time, Yalu was the only credit, standalone credit life insurance provider. Um, but what that essentially means is that First of all, you don't need to take credit life insurance from your credit provider. You're allowed to shop around and you're certainly allowed to cover yourself with a different type of policy. The other thing that a lot of people don't know, Laura, is your life cover can be used in place of a credit life insurance policy. Oh, for death. For death. Okay. And disability for life covers that have disability. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. So let's say you have a loan with Bank ABC once again, um, and they say, and it's a 500,000 rand loan, God forbid, and they ask you to take credit life insurance. You can say to them, actually, I've got life cover. Um, It covers me for life disability. um, And some life covers now cover retrenchment. I know that. And I would rather use that to cover my loan versus to take up another policy. Is that, does that thing get seeded? That then provider. Yeah, that's correct. Until the, until that loan is paid up. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I wanted to ask you this. I'm not sure if you, sorry. Um, so for example, um, on a mandatory uh, loan that one takes out. So when, when you've, when you've been approved for that loan and, and they say you need credit life insurance and you say, I want to shop around. Now they won't provide that to you unless you've actually confirmed that you've signed up with someone with regards to your credit life insurance. That's correct. So not necessarily signed up as much as, um, I suppose gotten a pre, how, how can I explain this? It's like a, a policy that's sort of 
already agreed on if i can put it that way so yeah perhaps the easiest way is to just say signed up <laughs> for for another policy um where you can say to them actually here yeah. and what what we used to do actually was we used to be able to provide customers with um uh, a, a quotation and that quotation would be sufficient in order to say actually i'm getting my credit life insurance um from a different provider but unless that is provided and if you're not going with that loan provider you, that loan won't be no, released no, no, to you it won't yeah that's correct is that correct yeah. okay i think in my personal opinion i think a lot of where a lot of people get caught up with it is as you mentioned people are usually desperate when they're applying for a loan now the last thing they want to do is shop around for something so small which actually maybe 50 60 rand a month is not a big deal when you're getting this loan and you're yes. financial distress that's absolutely true so that's that's where there's a catch as well, I think. With yeah, a lot of and, consumers. and I think that then the important thing is to get, allow yourself to go through that process, get the money, wait it out um, two, three, four months, even a year, and go back and shop around because we're all trying to find savings, no matter how small, um, in, in, our, in our budgets at the moment. Um, and we always are, right? No matter how the economy is performing, we all want to find Absolutely. some level of saving. Where can I save a couple of, 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 of um, rand and put that back into my pocket? So in a year's time, take your loan out now. In a year's time, you can actually go then and, buy, and, and get a replacement policy, a replacement credit life insurance policy that will then replace the, the one that you've taken out. That's fantastic. You pretty much answered all my <laughs> questions. So basically, the last one, what I'm going to ask is, do you have any latest stats you can share with us with regards to the impact of COVID-19 and claims that have been paid so I don't out? have them off the top of my head, but what I know for what an, I, idea, yeah, yeah. an idea is um, there has been over a 20%, maybe even over a 25% um, increase in claims on retrenchment specifically. So where we where we would have gotten one claim a month on retrenchment, we were now getting um, I don't know five claims a month. Um, so so definitely the claims ratio ha on 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 retrenchment specifically has has gone up. That's the first thing. And then the death claims have also increased quite a bit. Um, and this is I mean this is obviously because one there's been a little bit of awareness that started around credit life insurance, but also because of the number of deaths in um, that have been brought about by 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 COVID, so um, what has so those are the two from a claims perspective. But on the collection side as well, um, Laura, what we've seen is, yeah, interestingly, um, a lot of people have abandoned some of their in, um, premiums or installments, but they are very loyal to their credit life insurance um, installments. And I think that's indicative of the fear around, you know, I, I could potentially die and leave my family with this insurance or, or rather with this credit, or I could potentially lose my job and I won't be able to pay um, my credit. So I better keep up with my credit life insurance um, premiums. While as before, um, you know, for us, it was kind of normal, um, Collections rates, maybe 80% collections. We saw that shoot right up to about 86% collection on, on our policies. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. quite significant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Um, I, and I think it's interesting because, of course, um, if you think about the logic of it, it makes sense. 
but because we expect that a lot of people will have lost their jobs, we plan for the worst and we say it's unlikely that people will continue to pay their loans or, or, or rather their credit life insurance policies. Um, but it's interesting what people prioritize when they are in, in, in a fear-driven space. You know, I'm sure the same goes for, their, for funeral cover. We don't do funeral cover, but I'm sure the same goes for that. Um, I'm sure so, so we've it's it's a be, it's been a very interesting learning curve for us. Well, it's been an interesting learning curve for me because, like I said, I was quite ignorant about uh, credit mm. life insurance. As are many people. I think we we need to spread the word out. I think many people mm. need to be aware of this. Definitely, I, um, and 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 that's specifically why I have no issues talking about my own personal experience um, because. I can imagine if someone like me being as financial financially savvy as I am, having even been in the insurance industry when my dad passed away to not have known about it. Um, how many other people that are not in the industry um, that are still financially savvy, some of them, but couldn't care to always, you know, go through that statement with a fine tooth comb are unaware and therefore how much of that is going towards the providers and being counted as profits just because people didn't claim. No, that's a fantastic point, ending point. Um, Tulani, thanks for being on our show and providing us with the insight into this insurance product. And thanks all for joining. All the details, show notes will be listed on our podcast. Simply go to mycreditstatus.co.za. Thanks, Laura. Thank you for listening to My Credit Status Podcast. Make sure you tune into our next show where we will continue to provide you with valuable information about your credit health. We value your feedback. So we would love it if you can rate and review us on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be alerted as soon as a new episode is live. Visit mycreditstatus.co.za.